All right, one of the uh, most amazing things going on in our world is the whole transgender movement business, right? So you have this recent race, and, and this is one of many, by the way. It's just that the one I'm about to describe is one that is so emblematic and so obscenely wrong that it's worth pointing out uh, right, you know, right, you know, just to, to, to show the disparity. All right, so there's these two uh, transgendered guys, meaning that they want to be women, actually, so that they're biologically male, wanting to be women. They have, they're just, they're about to go through hormonal treatment, or whatever. Let me just simplify it for everyone. They're dudes pretending to be chicks. Right there, got there it. There you go. <laughs> <clears throat> they're dude chicks. Uh, so anyway, should we call them dicks? Oh my god. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. Did we go there? No. Surely we will I'm not, edit that I'm not out. Backing up the recording. We're keeping. Surely that. we will edit that out. <laughs> no way. <laughs> All right. Here we go. So anyway, so they they participate in this track event. Apparently, a 55 meter. I don't know why 55 and not 50 or 100, but it's a 55 meter dash, and they decide to run as girls or women, I guess, uh, and they just totally dust the girls. Now these are two. So one of them was faster than the other, obviously. So one was first place, and the other was second place. And the third place finisher, who was very fast for a girl, uh, was way behind them. Okay, and then and these guys, you can see these schmucks, you know, like you know, pounding their fists in the air, and this is isn't this awesome? We are just oh, this is the greatest <laughs> the day whole of my life. Usain Bolt, uh, right? Exactly. Lightning Bolt, uh, bow yeah. and arrow pose. That's right. <laughs> you go, girl. Uh, <laughs> like squat thrust at the end. <laughs> okay, I think we get the point here, Ari. I think we're, we're really beating this dead horse. Anyway, so they, they, they're very excited about this thing. I mean, it's, it's really just like, I don't know. It's like any one of those movies where you see, uh, you know, Sha- Shaquille O'Neal playing in some kindergartner, and he just sl- <laughs> slam dunks it, and he goes, in your face! Yeah. Right, like, and these kids, you know, with the glasses and everything else, and they're little fat kids, and like, what, what's going on here, right? And, and rightfully so. Right. And <laughs> so this is what's happening here. All right, and, and the, the amazing thing about it, and the reason why it's such a disparity and so wrong is they, they check the times because it's a very objective, right? Their, their time is what matters. So their time that they had to win first and second place wouldn't even qualify for the top 100 in the equivalent male race for the same age and so on. Yeah, so they're they losers were losers no, the boys. Yeah, totally losers. Yeah. And the, the women, but they're great winners. You know, so talk about you know being a, a, a big, very big fish in a very small pond. That's what well, that's what these guys are doing. They're mayor of their own little village, right? That's mm-hmm. a, a village of five, basically. Yeah. Uh, and 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 they're proud of this. That's the amazing thing. Is like when we live in a society where, you know, merit doesn't really matter. Uh, titles merit matter only. Then they actually they actually feel proud of these the, the their their accomplishment, as it were. When, of course, it's just Shaquille O'Neal playing against these kindergartners. It's the same yeah. thing. Or the famous Kramer on Seinfeld um, doing karate with the little kids. Yeah, Do same remember thing. that one? Same yes. thing. Exactly. Same thing. I'm a yeah. master. <clears throat> Who are you fighting? Kids? Yeah. <laughs> right. He's so, he's so impressed with himself. <clears throat> so anyway, so, so this goes to the notion. And what's beautiful about this is finally the feminists are waking up to this. And, there's, and they're joining up with the conservatives on this very important issue, saying, listen, this trans stuff has got to stop, at least in, in the sense of them competing against women and pretending to be women. 
No, that, that dog don't hunt. And they're, they're beginning to realize, well, you know what? There's some nuances to this feminism business that's not really working very well for us. Yeah, maybe we can't just def- default to postmodern critical theory on every issue. Right. Maybe there's some nuance. Maybe the Islamic world, maybe the transgender area. Right. And, and, and in fairness to a lot of feminists, there are a lot of them out there who, you know, subscribe to fairly conservative values or at least, you know, what they perceive to be fairly conservative values. But... Uh, but consider themselves feminists for whatever reason. You know, you and I don't consider them real feminists in the sense of, uh, <clears throat> well, I mean, they're feminists and they're not really conservative because if you were a conservative, you'd understand, uh, you know, there's a role for women in the in the world. That women are different, and they've been they've been telling the whole world that women and men are exactly the same all this time. And so when a man pretends to be a woman that kind of rubs them the wrong way all of a sudden, right? There's this huge, uh, you know, disconnect, a cognitive dissonance that they have to deal with. Like, well, wait a minute, ladies. We thought we, you said that men and women are exactly the same, and now you're saying they're not? They, they, they should be in different races? I don't understand, ma'am, if that's what you want to be called, ma'am. So, you know, they, this is a big problem for them. But it did please me to see these feminists now joining forces with the conservative cause. Who knows? Maybe... Uh, you know, my my whole mantra and my whole joy and the thing I, I look at is, does this or that issue or does this or that event convert people from being on the left to going to the right? I, I love seeing the future conversation that somebody will have, having been a former liberal or lefty, uh, as you and I were, respectively. Um uh, <clears throat> and, and then hearing their conversation, oh, yeah, you know, I was, I was all on board with the feminist train. I was all on board with the, the socialist train and so on. I was all on board with the transgender train. And then one day, X Yeah, happened. the until statement. Yeah. Until lo- dot, dot, dot. I just love it. I yeah. love it. I just, and so I wait for those glorious moments. And when I see this or that event the, the BS moments that we are seeing time and time again. In the old days, those BS moments would not happen as frequently as they happen today. Well, the media was able to contain them back yes. in the day. Yeah. Well, Thank God, for, despite <clears throat> all the censorship and all the bias, the Internet allows this story to viralize. Right. And then it allows you and I, when we encounter our liberal friends, to say, oh, but wait... Did you see this? Right. And then when they say something along the lines that they used to say, yeah, but show me proof. Then we could take out the video and go. We got the proof. There. Yeah. It's and then easy. they can't deny it. Yeah, they can't deny it. And a very good example of that is, uh, I mean, well, yeah, because they always say show me proof or I haven't seen it anywhere. How come no one's talking about it? Well, yes, they are actually. And here it is. So have you noticed uh, on Facebook and Twitter and otherwise when they argue with you uh, and you present them a very solid argument, they say, oh, come on, weasel zippers, are you kidding? Yeah, PJ right Media, bar, gateway, grudge. Yeah. Uh, you know, no way. You know. Uh, well, wait a minute. Uh, that's you're, you're questioning the source, but you can't question the facts. Yeah, but in this case, here's where it's so important, because that argument gets superseded. I saw you around the corner bringing that, go in that direction. We are able to then show them, no, this is the local Connecticut news. Right. They know this was what. a local source. Yeah, it got aggregated into a conservative site. That's how we found the link. But we're we're back going to the actual link. I know, I know. So right? anyway, so so to the point of of a, good, a great example of what we're all talking about right now is 
And, and it has nothing to do with sex, it has, but it has to do kind of like a pivotal moment. The 2004 uh, re-election of George Bush, where the Dan Rather put out that story about yes. the uh, the letter saying... The swift voting. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it wasn't swift voting. This is the one... Hold on. This is where they, they claimed... 2004. Right. This is where they claimed that Bush had tried to dodge the draft and... And lied or whatever it was, and and they faked the letters, you know, you know, getting him out of the draft. Yeah, in a font that hadn't been invented in exactly. That era. And yes. and and a whole bunch of people blogged about it, and it wasn't even a news source. It was just, and it forced Dan Rather to resign. Yeah, that's why I mentioned swift boating because <clears throat> it was one of the swift boaters for truth group that exposed it. Yeah. That's, okay. So so that that the, the point is. That that's all coming out, and all these BS moments are coming out much faster because now people are actually on top of, of the news, and they they call the BS out, and I and I like that. In the old days, you know, NBC and ABC and CBS would throw out these crazy things, and that was the news to watch. Thank you very much, and and now discuss among yourselves if you choose. In fact, we don't actually want you to discuss anything; just we just want you to imbibe it. Yeah, just repeat what Cronkite says, right. and you'll be good to yeah. go. And then you yeah. and I would have to say, well, I don't know if Cronkite's right, <laughs> right. about that, you know, in, in, during a Thanksgiving dinner or whatever. But there was no forum for us to discuss that. Now, all of a sudden, when somebody says a ridiculous statement, whammo, we, we come right back at them. Like Kathy Griffin with the stupid, you know, severed head business, uh, or, or so many other crazy things that have come out. So, or, or, or what's that? Omar, that new congresswoman, you know, she says these crazy things and boom, she gets attacked, rightfully so, for being so hostile to Israel and to Jews and, and revealing her anti-Semitism. Yeah, and there's a whole, you know, Bible chapter and verse of tweets against right. the Jews going, you know, to, to the point where uh, right after the September 11th Benghazi murders, she tweets out Allahu Akbar oh with God. a smiley face. Yeah, exactly. So, and then, you know, more innocuous stuff, but still very important stuff, when Time Magazine puts out a cover, not as if time is relevant anymore, right? But when Time Magazine puts out a... What? What magazine? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> that was fun. QED. <laughs> so, time, so Time Magazine puts out a cover where you see Trump kind of looking very scoldingly at this little girl who's crying. Uh, and it's, it, it was clearly a fabricated photo. And everyone pointed, it, boom, whammo, they, they, they got slapped. Yeah, she was really separated that. from her mother uh, by yeah. him. Exactly. So, so you get the idea. It's, you know, it, it's wonderful that we have these attacks. And now, you know, sorry, this pushback, not the attacks. And we're able to completely uh, unwind this. And that allows for those great BS moments to be revealed. And people eventually say, I, I'm tired of this. And it doesn't happen in reverse, by the way. The conservative, there's no conservative BS where they say, oh, well, you know, they try to paint this picture, you know, this false story about some sort of uh, liberal beating up a conservative. It didn't really happen. And they're trying to, you know, portray this in a false light. Nope, you don't see that. Yeah, whenever you see a wrong piece of information printed on um, one of our favorite sites, immediately I see updates to the story or retractions. Right. Immediately. Or corrective tweets. And because there's a cautiousness to verify the information from multiple places, there's kind of like fail-safes, that the right. amount of information that is flat-out wrong is very minimal. Right. You know? And, and to your original points about the um, <coughs> transgender movement now producing athletes, there's sort of two areas I think are worth exploring. Number one, if you're an athlete and you're trying to have a career in athletics, why not go to the category where you have a shot? 
right? Yeah. Number one. And number two, Martina Navratilova, who is a, you know, she's lesbian. It's not a bad word. It's a fact. Admittedly so. You know, an out-of-the-closet lesbian, has been for 30 years, came out and said, not an attack, just she said a couple weeks ago, this transgender movement is out of control. That's right. And she's been attacked. Right. We she's, talk- been, she's being blackballed now. It's funny. Yesterday, I met with Dennis Prager, and we, we had a lengthy discussion about exactly that, Martina Navratilova, uh, and her being blackballed and such. And uh, one of my producers there, we were all kind of kibitzing about it. It was just three of us. Why do you think this is happening? And I said uh, to the nodding uh, agreement of Dennis, uh, because, Scott, revolutions eat their young. Yeah. And it's, it's so true. It's, uh, the, these people are all on the bandwagon until they realize, like the French Revolution, like, oh, crap, what have we created? Yeah. Uh, you know, I've seen the enemy and the enemy's us and all those things. Uh, they, they create these bizarre scenarios and they never think once about how it might boomerang on them. And so here we are. Now, it's interesting. I, I want to touch upon this, uh, the same story that we were ta- beginning with, with the, um, the, the racing athletes. and athletes yeah. and such like that. Um, and it's particularly with those, with those athletes in a way. Let me ask you something. And this is going to be a controversial thing, but oh. you will love it. Oh, okay. All right. Jews are a minority, okay, in the world and even in America. As, as present as we are in well, America. Except on a college campus. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, we're still a minority on campus. I don't um, mean in numbers. <clears throat> I mean as far as favoritism oh, and benefit. Oh, yeah, right. As if. Right. I wish we had the benefits that everyone claims that we have. Right. Uh, no, we're, we're maligned. We're, we're, co- we're constantly marginalized. Anyway, the point is we're only 2%, maybe even a little bit less now, of the American population, and we're 0.02% of the world population. Pretty small. However, this minority group, you can say very proudly, you and I as Jews can be very proud, we've done some pretty remarkable things, especially in proportion to the size of our people. Uh, you know, all the, the, the inventions that we've made. All the medicines that we've discovered. Yeah, I like to start with we survived. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. So, but yeah, all the cultural and scientific and intellectual the enter- entertainment, uh, yes. you know, it, the, the, the scientific stuff. It, it's just it, all the Pulitzer Prizes, all the Nobel Nobels that have won are so wildly disproportionate in favor of Jews. It's, it's, it's a nice reflection on what we've done for the world. Okay, so I'm proud of that. Likewise, you can say the same thing about African Americans. Okay, They've, they're a minority, nevertheless, incredible contributions, right? Yeah, especially in American culture, in America, starting yes. with, as slaves to where they are it's, today. It's Amazing. extraordinary. Wonderful. The, the first heart transplant, a black uh, surgeon, right? Uh, the music, oh my gosh. I mean, I love it, right? It's, it's, it's so many cultural things that have come and inventions have come from the black community. Yeah, athletics and, and, <clears throat> and intellectual pursuits like Tom Sowell and, and uh, Shelby Steele and uh, Walter Williams. I mean, the, the people I cite as the very top thinkers who influence me point. are three black guys. That's right. Tom Sowell in particular. I love yeah. him. Anyway, the point is there's a lot to be proud of. If you're a black in America, you've got a lot to be proud of. Good. All right. Same thing with, um, I don't know... Uh, Native Americans. There's, there's quite a few things that Native Americans have given us. Same thing with um, uh, Hispanics. Tremendous amount of uh, you know, wonderful contributions from the Mayan culture and uh, Hispanic culture, generally speaking. There's a lot to be proud of. We can go on and on. Question. What have the transgenders ever done? Uh, they won a race last week <laughs> against some girls. 
He didn't. He didn't wait for my meaningful pause, but, <laughs> but we'll go with it. So they beat up a girl. Uh, right. Exactly right. They did. They did that really well. No, but seriously, what? I mean, if, if you're a transgendered person, okay, we're Jews. We're proud of, of being Jewish. You're, if you're black, you can be proud of being black. Hispanic, Hispanic, and so on. All those things we've just. You're, you're, let's say you're a transgendered person, okay, and now you look at your your fellow transgendered friends and you say, I am so proud because of X. Okay? Because I won a few rounds with Dancing with the Stars and was called courageous, competing against the guy who got his face blown off. Right. <laughs> um, right. No, no, but you, you understand. I mean, look, they're famous only for being transgendered in that case, right? right? Not for doing something extraordinary, like yeah. inventing the, the, um, uh, the, the vaccination for polio. Okay, right. it's 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 not like that. Okay, yeah, there's so, a couple, there's one transgender I can think of who is an Olympic gold medal decathlete, but he became a transgender long after, long after. his decathlete success. Right. Yeah. It's a, and, and I was going to say that's like the one guy. Yeah. And that's it. And he he competed among other men too. By the way, he you know so fair is fair. He he did very well, <clears throat> but. And like you just said, it was decades later that he decided to go this, you know, full full throttle on the whole uh, transition issue. But but the question is, why is that so? Why is it that transgendered folks can so barely talk about any real achievements in, in among their community? I mean, you might have a transgender person who also is Jewish, right? I mean, and then therefore proclaim that based upon and ride on the coattails of Jews or ride on the yeah. coattails of, of blacks or I believe they and call so on. It intersectionality. Though. Yes, there you go. Thank you very much. A word you need to But learn. as a transgender, there's very little going on. And and the question is why? I mean, you might say, well, because frankly there are just so few of them that you're not gonna have that kind of a threshold number in order to achieve some great things. But the Jews are a pretty tiny fraction. Really tiny. Mm. And yet you would you would expect at least a couple. Well, a couple more. Hold yes. on. A couple more than Bruce Jenner. Now Caitlyn Jenner. I'm sorry I dead named you Caitlyn. I feel so bad. Anyway, the point is, what have they done and why? And, the, and why they have it. Here's, here's my theory. There's something wrong with these people. They deserve our pity. Okay? I, I think, you know, they, they, they have all the rights of uh, an American here. They have all the, they're created in God's image. I get that, okay? They are human souls. I'm not saying that they should somehow, you know, be banished from life altogether or anything else like that. I'm just saying there's very little to be proud of. Merely because you decided that you want to be the opposite sex, um, to the extent there is such a thing as an opposite sex, if you have 57 genders, but that's another story. That, that alone is not meaningful. And, and that's, that's my main point here. And... It's, this is a, this is a problem. They deserve our pity as opposed to our uh, applause. This is not courage. This is a, a problem in their head. They, they, they might as well, you might as well say, I feel like I'm a tree right now. And don't tell me I'm being absurd. There's no difference from you saying that you, you feel like you're a tree or that you think you're Napoleon or you think you're Jesus for some reason, or or whatever, or you think you're you're six foot five when you're not anywhere close to six foot five. Or that line from the great movie Airplane Two: yeah. What's wrong with him? Oh, he's suffering from shell shock. He thinks he's Ethel Merman. Yeah, exactly. Remember? Yeah, good. Yeah, beautiful example. And it's it's what's the difference? I I just 
I don't get it. And, and the only answer that people seem to be able to give is, well, it must be more than just a, a dysphoria, because uh, I think that's the, the phrase. It must be more than just a dysphoria because it seems to be so prevalent among so many people compared to the Napoleons and the Ethel Merman that you just gave as an example. And I said, no, no, that's not true. There are plenty of people who have very distorted views of reality. Um, you are called Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, good point. About 50% of the population, uh, right. 62% of the population of California. Right. <laughs> Well, no, like oh. anorexics, for example. Yeah. That's a, that's a great example. Anorexics, but, eating disorders. Yes. But, but, you know, the, the classic... Um, you think you're fat, but you're really... Right. The, the description yeah. of an anorexic in many ways is when you want to tell, you know, your young children about what anorexia is. Well, some people, they look in the mirror, even though they might be very thin, they somehow still see a very fat person. And their, their eyes, their brain has distorted their reality. It's as if they went to a, one of those mirror, funhouse mirrors in, in the amusement park and it twisted their, their image in such a way to make them look fat. But every mirror makes them feel that way. And so that's, that's a sickness, right? You, would, you wouldn't celebrate anorexia. Yeah, well, I think... I, yeah, wait, 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 hold yeah, on. You're, you're let me, let me finish right. up yes. about this. Go ahead. And then I want to hear from you. But you wouldn't celebrate it. And yet, somehow, we're celebrating this. So in the same way, look, there are very few anorexics that somehow have achieved a great deal for society. Why is that? Because they're dealing so much with their anorexia. Are you kidding? Every successful actress in Hollywood... No, no. <laughs> no I'm kidding aside. But I, I just want to interrupt you for a second. Karen, Karen Carpenter is an, is an exception. Yeah, Karen Carpenter, Angel, Angelina Jolie, yeah. you know. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> I think you're somewhat conflating two issues that are worthy of individual threats on this. Let me see if I can separate them, because I think it, they're both very interesting. The first is the idea of, and you're presenting an incredibly profound question, why are we celebrating X? Right. If you looked at all of the preceding examples, Jews, blacks, Hispanics, anyone, right? Right. The group put forth through whatever reason X number of people who became beloved and respected for their accomplishment, which led them to be celebrated, which allowed for widespread acceptance of the group to say, oh my God, it's immoral for us to have biases against the group. Jackie Robinson, O.J. Simpson, before the murders. Uh, yeah. You know, um, the, the heart transplants, or whatever his name yeah, is. Uh, yeah, you know, Dr. Whatever it was, <clears throat> the chairman of America Express, um, you know, Walter Williams, Thomas Sowell. Oh my God, what, how dare we have these biases against a group that produced <coughs> such incredible people, right? In other words, the accomplishment came first, then the celebration. Right. right? Right. Same with Jews, same with this person, same with that group. You know, right. they produced the great artist, the great athlete, uh, you know, by the individual skills and, and gifts and everything else. And then it made everyone go, wow, I was wrong. I must reexamine how I looked at those people right. who I thought was whatever they were. Right. They contributed right? to society. Yeah. They contribute, but the contribution came first. Yeah. And what they're doing with this transgender group. Right. That's unprecedented. This is the part that's unprecedented, is they're celebrating before the worthy moment of celebration has arrived. Right. Can you please give us a chance to see one of these people rise above and beyond and let us experience, and it will happen sooner or later. Well, yeah, so, so, so 
here's, here's, I'll rephrase your phrasing uh, in a very similar way. But the, the point is, let, let's take it conversely, right? People, they don't celebrate us be, merely, you and I, merely because we're Jews. Right. We don't say, oh, here, here, here come some Jews. Well, let us celebrate them. Right. right? They don't say that. No, I don't want to be celebrated. Like, I, on the contrary, I want to be celebrated because I've accomplished something really great in law. Uh, hopefully my book, uh, you know, really you know, changed some ideas, Atheism Kills, and my new upcoming book, Rise of the Sex Machines. I, I, I hope... title. Yeah, you like it, don't yeah. you? Available anyway, on Amazon. It will be. Yes. It will be. <laughs> anyway, the point is that, you know, I want to be judged for the things I do, not because I'm a Jew. I, and, a, and a black person, presumably, the same thing. You know, you don't celebrate, a, 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 well, look at this guy, you know, he's coming down the street. Let's celebrate it because he has darker skin and more pigmentation than you and I do. Yay! Come on, black person. Yay! Let's celebrate you. Good for you for being black. No one says this. That's exactly right. No yes, one says yes. that Hispanic and Eskimos and Native Americans, the whole nine yards. But when it comes to the transgenders, they are celebrated merely because they have this desire to be the opposite sex and act on it. That is unimpressive to me. Right, merely because they're part of the group. And I wanted to make one more sort of corollary point that I think connects directly to it. Okay, the, one final point. Oh, keep, that, keep that thought. Yeah, sure. Even more to the point. Like, I, I, part of me actually loves Black History Month. I think it's, you know, it, one, one can uh, quibble with it because where's the Jewish History Month, where's the Hispanic History Month, and such like that. But Yeah, there aren't, there are many more than 12 <clears throat> groups, right. so why should they have months if right. there's so many more than 12? But, but putting that aside, <laughs> yes, uh, and, and it is an important thing, but let's put that aside for a moment. I kind of like it because what are they celebrating? They're not celebrating merely the pigmentation. They're celebrating the accomplishments That's right. of the American black experience. Uh, whether it's Jimi Hendrix or Obama, you know, fair enough, uh, or the, 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 the heart transplant uh, doctor and uh, Thomas Sowell and all these incredible people. Um, <clears throat> uh, what's his name? The, the peanut guy. Um, George Washington Carver. Carver, yeah. I mean, incredible accomplishments. There's a lot to be proud of. And that's the entire essence of the month is about accomplishments. It's not about how great it is to have darker pigmentation. That's right. And it's also the reason Black History Month in particular is important, and it's an American thing, right. is because of the despite statement. And this is a very important yes. distinction. Good point. Good point. And we love distinctions. It's the accomplishment <clears throat> despite starting out as, as Northam said, indentured servants, as I say, slaves. Right. Brought here as slaves, ripped from the bosom of your own culture in another part of the world, dumped in this foreign land, yet accomplished that? Right. Holy you know what. Right. I'm down. I'm jiggy. Right. And it's it's great. I mean, in a sense, it's 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 a celebration of conservatism, right? Or of Americanism at the very least. It's all about merit. Yeah, and liberty. Yeah, overcoming it's not, slavery. Yeah, it's yes. it's it's not affirmative action month. It's not a, you know handout month. It's you know, merit month. Yeah, when you think about it. And sometimes so, so, so. we get occasional dogs in the pile. So occasionally, some stupid corporation celebrates someone like Angela Davis or Anita Shakur or a For cop sure. killer or a Black Panther, this or that. Okay, fine, whatever. Right. There's always mistakes by someone out there. Right. I'm not asking for perfection here. It's the overall arc of this. Right. It's the idea of celebrating achievements, accomplishments, and such. And and I don't I don't think you even have can have a um, a similar celebration for transgendered people. You know, it'll be the transgendered minute. That's that's what it'll be, and it'll only be Bruce Jenner at the end of the day. They're so consumed by their identity and merely their identity, their sexual identity at that, 
that they they don't have time to to really focus on discovery of science or entertainment or whatever it is. I, I'd be very surprised if you have, let's say, in the, even the Academy Awards, which I think is all fluff and superficial and irrelevant, but even in the Academy Awards, let's say, you know, I, I, I don't envision in the near future that they've released an actual transgendered person who's truly suffering from dysphoria and, and going up and saying, I love, you know, here is, you know, here's this great achievement of mine. P.S. I'm not so impressed with actors anyway. So I'm sorry if I'm insulting anybody. I, I don't, I don't find that in, it to be an incredible profession. It's pretty easy to throw yourself in front of a camera. I know that involves some work. I'm sorry that I'm insulting you a little bit there, Ari. Me? Yes. yes exactly right. But hey, you can do the vegan thing with me. I can do the actor thing with you. Thank you. So, yeah. There you go. See, <laughs> see, that's why we're dudes. That's why we're dudes. Is we can do that. <coughs> but the, that's penetrative justice. But you, you I could throw that you in. You would agree with me. You would agree with me that no matter how great uh, Laurence Olivier may have been as an actor or Peter O'Toole or any of those great famous actors, uh, that they pale in comparison to the achievement of the, the doctor who did the first heart transplant surgery. Or, um, well, know, let's, let's make an apples-to-apples um, apples comparison on this Carver. one. Yeah. Because this is, a, I think, make, makes the point clear. I will admit, Ryan Gosling did a lot of work on First Man to pull off a... Good performance as it was, right? <clears throat> Not nearly as much work as Neil Armstrong actually did. Yes, there you go. Okay, okay. Peter O'Toole did an incredible job playing T.E. Lawrence in Lawrence of Arabia. It wasn't nearly as much work as the actual T.E. Right, Lawrence. Exactly right. That's oh, <laughs> right. Very there. well said. Yeah, mic drop. Boom. Yeah, I, I, I like hold that. Hold on, hold on. Boom. There. That is the mic drop. <laughs> you just broke my mic, but thank you. You don't need it anyway. All right. Anyway, so, so what? What an interesting point, isn't this? I mean, like, look, you you want all this attention, but in reality, you know, what you should be getting attention, by the way, because you're suffering. You, you have a problem. You're it's a dysphoria. You have a twisted view of reality. You were born a boy. No, you are a boy. You are a boy. You are a boy. You are a boy. You were born a boy. You therefore are a boy, and you always will be a boy. And it doesn't matter what you do to yourself. It doesn't matter how you dress. It, it doesn't matter how much you demand other people to refer you to as a she. When you were born a he, you are still a he. Yeah, no matter how much I celebrate you, either by consent or by force, you're right. still a he. Yeah, you ain't <laughs> fooling nobody. You can say you're Napoleon all day long. You ain't Napoleon. Yeah, take it up with God. He made you. I yeah, didn't, right? right? Yeah, yeah. But I would like to make that second point, though, because I think... It, I, I, I my, think my, my, hold on. My point is... I think that they're devoting so much time that they're so wrapped up in their dysphoria. I don't think they have the time, the ability. You know, we, there's only so much time on the planet, right? We only have so much energy, yes. right? For example, I, I don't think I'll ever get to the point where I'm going to start learning Swahili as a language. I just, I just, I don't have the ability anymore. I don't. I have too much time being a parent, too much time being a lawyer, too much time being an author, too much be, time doing this podcast and my radio show. I, I just don't have it. Okay, I don't have right, the energy or the time. Without making a time sacrifice over here, you're not going to get the time accomplishment right. over Right, and there. my point is right. that they, they spend so much time wrapped up in, in I mean, it really, it's, it's, like, it's like your phone or your computer. It's spending too much time figuring out this, this programming defect. Uh, and it's, it's, that's why you get the spinning cycle and your computer starts heating up. It cannot function on other programs that are necessary uh, that, that you want it to run. 
I think that's the same thing. Yeah. It's exactly, it's, it may be a perfect metaphor. Yeah, well, it, it is, and I think there's a little more to it, though. Let me just make this other point. So we made the, f- the first point, which is the corollary is the celebration. You dare to say that my thought process is not complete? Shame well, that's you. why I'm here. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Okay. You know, you know. Is, you know sir, <clears throat> you're, you know, you're writing that book. You're uh, practicing, not yet perfecting, but practicing law. Right. Um, that's a joke we've been saying for years. Right. He practices law. Where do you get it right? <laughs> right. That's right. I have the same problem that's with true. my doctors. All they do is practice. Yeah, what's the, what's the deal with that? Yeah. Um, but this, uh, there are plenty of people out there, many times artists, who have, and I'm using a colloquialism. Right. Okay. They have a screw loose. Yeah. But they still accomplish. Right. Um, I think, what was that movie? I think she's Jeffrey Wright Shine about, was it David Helfgott, the uh, yeah. the pianist who was like Looney Tunes? And then there was a beautiful mind played by uh, right. you know Russell Crowe, a, a mathematician who had a screw loose, but right. he was still, in other words, they accomplished, right? right. You could even take um, a Hawking. He had a problem. Right. His body didn't work right, yet he, he still accomplished. He was amazing. Right? He was amazing. So, so there's plenty of people out there who accomplish despite, right. but they're not celebrated by the broader culture until they accomplish. Right. Same thing as before. My issue, though, that I think it adds nuance to your point, which I think you will add even more brilliant, Sue, is um, I'm saying that because I work for you, is um, <laughs> even if you, you uh, penetrative justice, even if you oh, classify geez, the gender dysphoria or this transgender thing as a, um, as a, as a dysphoria. dysfunction yeah. or dysphoria in one way or another, kind of like all those actresses out there who win Oscars for great performances, but they're anorexics. Right. You can accomplish despite the dysphoria. Of course, you can. Of course. No, no. But where your point is so strong? But where are you? Come accomplish. We'll celebrate you, yeah. and then your kind, will, like the Jews and the blacks and everyone else, will be accepted. Right. Just accomplish. Yeah, that's right. You know, you gotta you gotta prove your stuff, as it were. Yeah, you, you gotta know. make. If you can make it, you know, New York, New York. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Right. Show right. up in Yankee Stadium and hit a home run, and we'll go. Yeah, right. The proof is in the pudding. One, one of the one of the things that my dad expressed a long time ago. It was very interesting. He was talking about the Muslim world, and he said something. You know, he, he's so brilliant. Uh, he was a political cartoonist. Now he's he's retired, but he's a political cartoonist. His ability to capture a concept was sweeping. I mean, it was it was it was just brilliant to listen to. Now, unfortunately, we're surrounded with pictures of that. that yeah, exactly. Make right. us both feel quite inadequate. Yes, right yes. Here. No, he, he's brilliant. And what he said one day, I never forget it, because and here I am telling it. He said, "You'll never pick up something as simple as even a coffee mug, and it'll say beneath it, made in Syria." And I thought, here he's right. Nothing seems to, nothing other than, you know, delivering a pistachios or hummus or whatever, that's fine, okay, agricultural products, uh, and the delivery of oil, of course, but even that is, you know, they simply license it out to American companies who in turn then Build pay. the pipes, pump the pumps. Exactly. Yeah. So, but, but made in Syria, made in Saudi Arabia, made in Yemen, you ain't going to see Iran. that. Yeah, you ain't going to see that. So, and then, I mean, you know, people have to prove their stuff. At the end of the day... We're all here on the planet, and you, you know, we all have, feel this yearning like, I've got to produce. I've got to be a contributor to society. 
I've got to do something. You know, I, you know, sometimes we try. The trying is very important, of course, but hopefully you have to still have to achieve. I can try to be as great a lawyer as I can, but if I lose every single one of my motions and every single one of my cases... Lionel Hutz. <laughs> if I'm Lionel Hutz uh, from The Simpsons, you know, I, you know, it's great that I'm trying. Good. That's a start. But, you know, you, you failing, buddy. Practicing, right? not perfecting. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I get to be judged on my lack of merit if that's the case. <laughs> Likewise, with the book that I, I did, thank, thankfully, I mean, it's a, it's a big, honking, scary thing. I got to tell you when, you, when you finish a book and you put it out there and you just think to yourself, especially your first-time author, I remember calling up my brother and I said, oh, my God, what the frig? I, I, I realize it's it's hanging out there, and what if nobody buys it? Right. What if nobody's interested in it? What if it's a big fat donut, or I have a you know two or three people buying it? What, the humiliation involved, and 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 I put so much of my heart into this, and this is such an important topic to me, but nobody else seemed to give a crap. Okay, well then it's a failure. We're and still. I, what if they read it, and what if it's dumb, right? right? Or stuff. All of those. Yeah. yeah. But at least I tried. That's yes. the important thing. And, and many people don't even try. You know, I mean, you have to give them the respect for trying. As, as, you know, for every success, there are probably 100 failures before that. You know, what's his name? Edison will, will strongly support that yeah, statement. Yeah, from Edison to Steve Jobs. Right, Same exactly. That's, that's the way it works. Yeah. But you've got to try. You've got to do what you can to leave your mark in a positive way in society. That's your job. That's the, very much the Judeo-Christian mind ethic. And I, and I love that. And I feel like we, we have to contribute to society one way or the other. And, it, you know, sadly, too, very few in the Muslim world have, have done this. Now, they may very well say, well, we're, we're shining light of uh, Allah and his peaceful ways. Okay, uh, you know, we get to judge that, too, based upon all the terrorism that we see from Islam. But, you know, look, what have you done for me? Not just lately, but ever. You know, where, where are the great contributions from this or that country or this or that religion, you know, Christianity, tons of stuff. Judaism, tons of stuff. Yeah, and there's another little nuance to this in the point, okay? If you look at Judaism and Christianity, the accomplishments aren't only under the column, the silo of religion. Right. Understand? So, okay, the Muslim might say to you, well, look at our mosques, look at our writing, look at the poetry. Good point. Okay, well, those are all in service to Allah. What have you done outside the purview there you go. of the ideology that's right. available to the masses beyond algebra? Right. For and that's instance. my point about the tr- transgendered community. Yeah. So look, my heart goes out to them. I don't say, I'm, by no means are we saying at, at all that they somehow don't have a right to exist. I'm simply saying we're not celebrating their unique dysphoria, no more than you and I would celebrate somebody who uh, thinks that he's uh, a dog. Or thinks he's Napoleon, or thinks whatever. It's it's not that in and of itself is nothing to celebrate, and and instead, you know, we as a society are encouraging the transgendered people to be so thrilled about themselves to, to have accomplished so much merely by by virtue of being a transgendered person, that that alone is sufficient. That is like telling you or me that we should be we we are done here because we're we're Jews. We are right. done here because we're yeah. black. They're we are saying, done here. They're saying because you've swaddled yourself in taffeta, it is time for the celebration. Yeah. Right? And Great. we are saying 
to quote, I believe it was Walter Mondale from the 1984 presidential primaries on the Democrat side. Where's the beef? Yes. yes. No pun intended. Yeah. Where's the beef? Right. What have you really done? Right. We'll celebrate you when you did something. Right. Especially if, like with the black community, the Jewish community, or those communities where the accomplishment are not only available to the masses, but unique from your cultural origination. Right. Those are the, where the two things really line up. Sandy Koufax is Sandy Koufax, both because he's Sandy Koufax, it could throw like that, and because he was a Jew who took himself out of the World Series to celebrate the distinctive holiday called Yom Kippur. Right. Oh, whoa. We, we admire right. him. We admire him for yeah. exactly that reason. Yeah. Uh, uh, Muhammad Ali, one of the, <coughs> the Muslims who, by the way, accomplished something amazing, Okay. <laughs> Boxer champion who, because of his values about the Vietnam War, whether you agreed or not, was willing to give up everything in service to his values. Right. That's the kind of. Uh, you that's, have to respect that. That's the kind of moral sacrifice we're talking to when it comes to clinging to your values, right, right. or wrong. Even, even though, and I think it was wrong, I think Vietnam was a very moral war. Yeah, we, we disagree with that, but yeah. he didn't kill anyone. He sacrificed Bingo. himself. That's right. He, that, he was willing career. to do that. And, yes. and he was a, definitely a positive force for Islam. I believe he converted to Islam. Yeah. Uh, so you get to – he's in the positive column in, in Islam. Yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, same thing. Right. Okay. It's, it's never zero. The point yeah. is – the point is – and we're going back to, now to the transgender community. You, you have to accomplish. You, you know, if you re- – you, you can do a lot of things. Now, and, and I wanted to address really briefly your point about – the mental mind state of the people like uh, the beautiful mind guy and so on, or Stephen Hawkins and such. Many of these uh, people that were that you're talking about are people that their their disability, as it were, is something that highlights or accentuates something. Yeah, that uh, one area. Of that one area. There. So, so they have insights that you and I don't. They, they, the, the, at the expense of social awkwardness, at the expense of being unable to see social cues and such, but boy, they know they can see numbers and instantly evaluate them and probabilities and everything else in, in ways that you and I can't even imagine. Yeah, like okay? Rain Man. Right, Rain right. Man, exactly yeah. right. So, but but that's that's the celebration is is yes. that they they get to be that way. A famous woman uh, who's very autistic, I mean, extremely autistic. Because of her insights, she was able to find ways to do this whole new way of slaughtering cows. And, and as a vegan, I'm not a big fan of slaughtering cows, but I am. A, Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> but I am a fan of of slaughtering them more humanely, whatever way we can. And she she found this way that nobody was thinking. It was brilliant on her part, but it was precisely because of her autism. And you don't like No Country for Old Men. Shame, shame, <laughs> yes. shame. So I think that's the way she invented right that little bolt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's something to that. And uh, no, it's no. It wasn't that. It was it was the way she curved around the the the, the line so that the cows didn't actually see the further cows ahead of them. It's actually very smart. Uh, but nobody was thinking that way. It was a little bit like wheels for luggage. Okay. Right? Anyway, when we're done with this, you'll tell me more and I shall salivate. Uh, yes, exactly. Yes. So, um, but that's different than what we're talking about now, right? I mean, in Stephen Hawking's case, for example, he had this terrible disease. But for, first of all, he was already brilliant way before uh, he was paralyzed yeah, and unable to talk and such like that. Yeah. And then he was provided with a fantastic contraption that the Israelis invented. Thank you very much. Um, that allowed him to express that his he ideas. he then crapped on them. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah, we call that irony. But nevertheless, uh, he, he, he produced all these fantastic books, and he was still the brilliant scientist that he was. But he, he, didn't, 
he didn't celebrate his uh, incapacitation, in, in, incapacity. Yeah. He didn't celebrate that. He, he, you know, he did it in spite of it. Right. He overcame it. Right. Health got overcame it. So, so, you, so you see the difference here yeah. is that here it's as if, you know, the, you know, when we're talking about transgenders, it's as if we're talking about, you know, uh, Stephen Hawking saying, celebrate me because I'm unable to speak, because I'm unable to do that. Uh, all the other things that other people are able to, to do, you know, mobile-wise. Um, you know, celebrate me because, because I'm autistic. No, it's... It, we we want to help you. We, we'd rather you somehow function in society. If we could get rid of autism altogether, hey, if there's a cure for it, let's go for it. In fact, there are plenty of organizations that seek exactly that. But when it comes to transgenderism, well, then let's celebrate it. You you are great for for that. And you by are the great for being great. Nothing yeah, else. You're, you're, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's so weird to me. Now, why is it? And this is the final thing we'll point out. So why is it that you know we we tiptoe around this issue. It, this is a controversial podcast. It shouldn't be one. If, if we made this podcast 10 years ago, they'd say, yeah, these people are nuts. They would say, quote Homer Simpson, boring. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. but we have <laughs> yeah. to, you know, we, we live in a time where we have to State kind of point the out these bizarre things. Yeah, yes. it's controversy. And somehow I'm t- saying that, you know, the fact that we have to say that women, men and women are not the same, that's controversial somehow. You know, it's, it's weird. And now we just say that somebody who thinks he's a woman when he was uh, he's in fact a man. Well, that's that's controversial, really. It's it's so it's so. I mean, it's it's, it's maddening, right? Yeah. So anyway, we live in these times. But why is it that this issue, as opposed to let's say I don't know, um, any other any other yeah. situation, anorexia, for example. Yeah, and okay? you know I have the answer just like you do. Yeah. So hit us with it. Because it's about. Sexual identity. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because that, that is the that is the push from our society in and and it, and I explain this very well in my upcoming book, Rise of the Sex Machines. Available on? It will be available on Amazon. At what release date? Probably in April. Okay. Maybe May. Okay, hurry up and write that writing month. Alright, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Uh, my friends, this is Brock Lurie. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk with you next week. 